0: Um, she's here today to talk a little bit about her new book She is now an author as well as an accomplished singer She is Woo-hoo. our friend She is the one, the only, Miss Kim Paris Good morning, Kim Good
1: morning, good morning, good morning, brother D and sister A oh. <laughs> it's So good to be
0: here Oh man, so good to have you back I mean, come on now, we've been doing this for how long? I
1: don't know, it's been a little while <laughs> I And know. I appreciate you oh, Thank I, I, you I, Please, we appreciate you, seriously, you know how that goes <laughs> The book is called Sunshine and Daniel Seeking Grace and Lost Motherhood It is a book um, That is uh, Somewhat of a memoir It's a story of uh, what has happened to me I lost two children Uh, Mm. And it's also stories of other women Who were graceful enough To share their stories with me Um, But I couple each contemporary woman A woman's story With a biblical woman And from um, Eve To Mary uh, I share the stories of women in the Bible who lost children. And it's funny because you probably never thought about Eve as a mother who lost a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nor did you think about really think about Mary. You know she was there at the cross. But did you ever think about her as a mother who lost her son Amen. or lost a child? Amen. And there are other women in the Bible as well. Um, I share uh, Job's wife, who I call Lady Job. Um, we, she's given a, a bad rap. Because of what she said mm-hmm. But right. she just lost 10 children right. um, Maybe she's a little <laughs> Distraught a li- yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so yeah Amen so um, I shared Those stories uh, a couple other women in the Bible who didn't necessarily lose But um, want to give a New perspective perhaps a new perspective On women in the Bible and this thing called Lost motherhood and my Um my, uh, I guess the, the perspective is that motherhood is never really lost um, it, because you always have an opportunity to mother. Even though I don't have biological children, praise God, I have people in my life who call yes. me mom. Um, and that all happened quite unexpectedly in, in my life. So I share my story. Um, and uh, again, as I said, stories of other women, uh, women who were graceful enough to share their stories with me and if I might um, I want to read it's actually not much of an excerpt but I want to read from page 15 which uh, I share a scripture and it's early in the book because it's extremely important and it says all praise to God the father of our Lord Jesus Christ God is our merciful father and the source of all comfort he comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others when they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. That is is Second Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 3 and 4 in the NLT. And the reason I read that is the reason I wrote the book. Um, for years and years and years of being ashamed that I lost children, of being ashamed how I lost them. The first one I aborted, and the second one I lost to preterm labor. Um and feeling like, as a woman, you're supposed to have children. Mm. What kind of a woman am I that I can't even do that? Um, wow. And uh, I realized that this journey that I've been on uh, is not for nothing, as a, a friend of mine used to say. But that God uses our our trials, um, and as he comforts us, he expects us to comfort others. Otherwise, what is the purpose of what you've been through? So, um, that is why I wrote the book, and also to let women who um, have lost children know that they are not alone, and even though they feel that their voice has been silenced, um, that I'll speak for you. I'll speak. I'll speak what you're feeling, and so that's what I've done in Sunshine and Daniel. Amen. Amen. Is that a form of like
0: post-traumatic stress? Uh, the loss of uh, children for mothers.
1: Um, I think it is, and I think it's a part that people don't talk about, frankly. Yeah. Um. That you know, in the in the hospital, you lose a child. I'll tell you what happened to me, um, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be a real spoiler. Please go buy the book. Yes, <laughs> but, I <mean. laughs> but um, when I when I lost um, my second child, uh, I went in as a mother who was pregnant, found out, realized that the baby's heartbeat beat was uh, had slowed, mm-hmm. and that I would have to then go to labor and delivery. Oh my goodness Right Um, So I'm in labor and delivery I hear babies crying Knowing I'll never hear mine cry And after the procedure After the delivery I woke up I was no longer in labor and delivery I'm just a regular person in the hospital Uh Nobody prepared me for that No one prepared me for I'm going to be leaving my baby in the hospital I'm not going home with a baby Mm. And so to your question Yeah um, Mm Yeah I didn't have I wasn't offered any counseling. I wasn't offered anything. I had to go seek it on my own. Um, and I didn't know to do that for several years later. Um, because you just lost a baby. You're supposed to just deal with it. You wow, know? so brush like it off your shoulders, yeah. And yeah, pretty us. much pick yourself up. Yeah, keep on going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But
0: um I read chapter thirteen and in the chapter I really I really loved it because I'm 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 it started off and I'm like I said, where's she going with you know with this when It first opens up, but then it start to show how you know God's grace for you and how He came in and said, "Hey, okay, you know God start to uh, put you through parenthood with the kids from the choir mm-hmm. and how God had, you know has made you that, that surrogate as you talk about for these for these children and how. He should start to redeem you and start to add to your life with with these kids, and, and it made me laugh because you was like, "Well, we didn't see eye, we don't see eye to eye." I was like, "Weals, you eye, eye with our kids either, you know." Yeah. So, but it's it's like how loving, how kind God is, is like because he we always think that uh, you know I'll never trust you with kids again because that's what the enemy does on your bed, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You don't deserve to have this because mm-hmm. look what you did with God, you know what right. I mean? But it's like you can't you can't listen to that. You can't listen to that voice. So, so tell me, how did God bring you to a point to um, actually you know, birth that in or yeah. to be normal with that with the kids?
1: Well, I, I like that you said birth it because um, I, when I lo- lost the first child, and I am saying lost, mm-hmm. even though I aborted the child, it yeah. was a loss. Most definitely. And um, unfortunately, programs, uh, social programs, and faith community does not do enough. To help women who have aborted children, mm-hmm. we don't we we treat. I for years thought I was a murderer because that's what I heard, mm-hmm. and um, I am not saying abortion is right. I'm not saying yeah. that at all. What I am saying I- is, after the decision, there's a woman who's left. To live with that decision. exactly. And so for years, I felt like I did not have, uh, I should not have the opportunity or to have another child. Exactly. Um, and when I then got pregnant again and lost the second child, I thought for sure God was punishing me. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it was wow. my immature Christianity that was saying to me, God is a God who will get you back mm-hmm. for sin. Um, I learned over time as I started to love God and read the Bible mm-hmm. and learn the God of the Bible mm. um, that he loves me, that Jesus died for me. Mm-hmm. And that's love. Yes. I mean, very simply, you know, going yes. back to childhood songs, Jesus mm-hmm. loves me. This I know I had to start really knowing it, not just singing it in a song, Amen. but actually know it. And I felt it through how he carried me after um the loss of my second child who I wanted desperately and did everything I could to try to keep this baby inside of me. Amen. Um, and I guess over time as, uh, as my relationship with the Lord grew, my love for his word and therefore love for him mm-hmm. grew starting to see him in, uh, act in my life. Um, how he really carried me and kept me when I thought I was going to lose my mind mm-hmm. after losing that second child. Um, i realized that he still had work for me to do and in that i started to being kind of placed in this situation with these young people who didn't like me and i didn't like them you know because <laughs> i didn't yeah. know them and i wasn't willing yeah, to let I myself love mm-hmm. young people um because some of them were about the age of the, the child i had lost so mm-hmm. here you know it's hard um And uh, it it was in that I started realizing that God wanted me to still mother. And I still have that nurturing in me. Most definitely. Um, And so, yeah, I started to, we, I realized there's a few things we're going to have to do. We're going to have to have some rules Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm going to make you hug me. And anybody knows me, I don't really like folk touching me that I don't know, you know, (laughs) and i Force that because I start realizing young people shouldn't come to church mm-hmm. and not receive love. Yeah. Like that's the last place they should not they should leave feeling like they're not loved. Yeah. So if I can do something, um, I'm gonna have to go outside of myself mm-hmm. and let them know I'm not the scary mean Sister Kim, but I love you. And we it it was hard, and I had to add uh, to your question, birth. Uh, something in me that I didn't know was still in me, and so God started incubating that. And over time, with them, we all grew together. And um, I still have relationships with a lot of them. And that was that was goodness. I guess that was in the early two thousands. Amen. Um, that, that all of this happened or wow. mid two thousands.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, once again, we're talking with uh, first time author <laughs> of Sunshine and Daniel is uh, the one and only Kim Paris Upshaw. Um, I just want to uh, ask you about. Uh, I love the fact about my main man. Uh, you talked about Pretty Tony. Uh, I gotta call him Pretty Tony. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pretty Tony, what they call him? No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you know how he had to. St- he started to call you mom. Mm-hmm. It's like it, God is so. God is so so wonderful. He is so tender. It's like the the, the little things that we may you know say. Well, he, he called you mom. Like what's up with that? Everybody call me mommy. Right. It's like no. But that's something that you needed. And the more... It seemed like when I'm I'm reading this in this chapter, I I love how you just methodically went through... It was like I was sitting here talking to you right now. I love the way you wrote it because (laughs) basically it's like a conversation and and you're telling your story, like your testimony, Mm -hmm. and how these kids pulled you out. But tell me... um, about Tony and how and what that did for you in that moment when he called he started to call you mom
1: well it was funny because at that moment and and by the way the names have all been changed uh, in the book there's just a few <laughs> that are so Tony is not really Tony but um uh, we were in rehearsal and and they were we you know trying to get young people together and I when I say young they were like early teens it, yeah, it, yeah. you know maybe 16 17 um, no they weren't that old they were about 14 15. Um, so we're trying to get them all together and it was exciting because we were um, preparing for youth day which is the big day and everybody was just excited you mm-hmm. know and i'm like come on yeah, come on, y'all you know let's mm-hmm. let's get together and and i have very little patience so <laughs> um i was getting really t- like hey y'all come on and he's like all right mom we'll get it and i'm like well wait a minute what just happened here mm-hmm. did he say that because that was a word i never thought i'd ever hear anybody say right Mm -hmm. not not to me Mm -hmm. and um when he said it it just stopped me in my tracks like and i figured let me kind of play this off because i can't get all emotional at this very moment so i was like boy sit down and he's like no you know you're like my second mom and i was like whoa i didn't anticipate that and then Mm -hmm. more of them here and there would say that and i thought What I had to kind of collect myself Do what we were doing Mm -hmm. for rehearsal And I went home and it was just like What just happened? God, Jesus, what is this? And then I realized um, And I didn't write this in the book But I've been having some conversations uh, Since And I realized that I had people around me who wanted to reach out Mm -hmm. And be that in my life And I was so close to the idea I didn't realize what God was doing Mm -hmm. But when Tony said it he kind of screamed it out he demanded that attention that mm. i really get it and it was it was like a smack in the face and um after that i started to see that god is just he had always been making a way i just hadn't been had seen it and um, so he just opened that part of my part of me wow that um, i figured it had died
0: man god is so good yes, god is. Awesome. i mean cuz you know it, the things that we need at that moment, like like he said, he said it out of just <laughs> just spontaneous, out of out of reaction, and yeah. that name still came out, that title came out, mom. You know what I mean? For that, that's why you know it was authentic. You know what yeah. I mean? So How. I
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we didn't have time yeah, in an yeah. urban church to get, <laughs> yeah. get ready for youth day. We didn't have a Hallmark moment. I mean, it was, but you know, yeah. And, and later, you know, hugging them because I did. I hugged them at the end of rehearsals. the The hugs were a little bit. There was a different meaning in those hugs. You know, from that point on, it was just. And I don't know if they had talked about it among them, and maybe they said it before, but. That night, it was just, um, it just kind of penetrated the room for me. Like, time stood still for a second, and yeah. It was just like, wait a minute, huh? Wow. And and I had, I you know, instead of getting all emotional and falling apart, I was like, what? Shut down, what are you, boy? You know, <laughs> trying
0: to play it off, She yeah, over there yeah. crying. Right,
1: right, Y'all right, gonna right. stop with me, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> <in my future. laughs>
0: That, that's cool though yes, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, but you know for you to even you know to make a book out of this to reach out to women because so many people to me, I know they're hurting because mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, I mean because that's that's how the devil gets us because of the pressure I say everyone doesn't get an abortion because they hate god's right. uh commandments right. you know what I mean right, that's right. not what it, they get an abortion because it's the pressure of the world then you know how how my friend's are gonna look at me, how the church is gonna look at me, how my mom and dad's gonna look at me if if i'm if I'm unwed or if I'm if I'm the only one working for myself. I don't have time to take care of a child. And the and the devil gets in and and he does this thing in our minds. And whoever your partner is, a lot of times, mm-hmm. that's when all all hell breaks loose. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I don't wanna do what you right. ain't mine exactly. You know how men men act we act right. stupid. We start talking about, you know, who else were you with and all exactly. that dumb exactly. stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know how men do. Amen. You know. <laughs> Amen. You ain't talking about me a woman. You watch that now. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> But anyway, uh, never let. <laughs> but um, I just want to say, you know, that's that's the thing that women go through and and the devil dupes with. And then, and they say, well, just go ahead and get the boys. It's all right. You know yeah. what I mean? It'll it only take a few minutes and you'll be out and exactly. everything. But then. The it's night comes, yeah, it's, yes. it, it, exactly. What do they look like? What, who who were oh, they? What's absolutely. their voice? Right. You know what I mean. I can't wait to see them in heaven. And you know what I mean. All that comes on. So, oh,
1: I know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So how did you how, how did you deal with that? How did God get you past that point? Um, many, many, many years. Many. Uh, initially it was uh, okay. That's over. Move on. Now, I mean, in a different way, even from losing a second child, because the second child, I at least. Well, it was, people were sad for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't married at the time, so there was still that limited amount of concern, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But um, the, the first one, it was just hush. It was, you don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You don't ever talk about it, right. um, and therefore, you don't have feelings about it. Mm-hmm. That's the implication. Mm-hmm. You can't possibly have feelings about this. Now, um, The other thing that I think that people don't acknowledge is that when a woman finds out she's pregnant, mm-hmm. there is a connection Almost immediately, Mm -hmm. you start touching your stomach, you start, you start thinking, you start seeing other women who are pregnant and thinking, what am I going to look like? What? Mm -hmm. How is this going to play out? And there's fear, there's apprehension, there's, am I going to be good enough? And, and then the reality starts setting in, especially, you know, the situation I was in, what the heck am I going to do? I can't, what am I supposed to do? I can't hardly take care of myself. How am wow. I going to take care of a child and what to, as you said how do I tell anybody mm-hmm. him and my parents how yeah. do I what everybody's going to be so disappointed in me mm-hmm. um and then it's uh, a- after the decision after after the procedure um, you're not supposed to talk about it so I have all this stuff that's going on in my own head yeah. that I'm talking about mm-hmm. that I can't get out. So now, to repress it I'm sorry. So you're kind of forced
0: to repress
1: it. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's it's not, this was not a human being that you should be talking about. Yeah. So for years, I wasn't even sure what to refer to the child as. And was it wasn't even a child? Mm-hmm. And then um, who wants to hear? Because there are people who call you a murderer. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who say, how, how dare you have feelings when you were the one who made that decision? Mm-hmm. Deal with it. You know, yeah. but I still I still felt like a mother who lost a child because mm-hmm. yeah, it's still loss. Right. And, and you are. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. And, and so yeah. for for years of doing everything possible not to think about this, I made incredibly bad choices. I did really stupid things because of the repression. Mm-hmm. It comes out in so many other exactly. different, you know, different yep. ways. People I dated. Of course, this was way before I met this wonderful man here. Big Mark. <laughs> Big Big <Mark>. Mike Mike <laughs> Mike um, Mike But, what? you know, just um Decisions I made. And then I had a period in my life where I was desperate to fix it, to correct that mistake. Mm -hmm. I I wanted Mm -hmm. to be a mother because I screwed up the first time. Mm -hmm. I had to get it right the next time. So I started doing stupid things to try to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I I lost the second child, that's when it was really like, okay. You're just a big old fat F loser, loser L, F failure. You're something's wrong with you. Jesus. Um, So all of this, none of it proper theology. um, Mm -hmm. So all of it just kind of all of this in my head, all of this, you know, influencing decisions I'm making choices I'm making in my life as well as. Career, where I live, just everything. It just starts to infiltrate your entire life.
0: Did you feel like you didn't have anyone to talk to, or or was it people that you wanted to talk to, but you were embarrassed to talk to about it? Because as you said, sometimes it's saying, "Well, you made a decision, you got to live with it." Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can be really hard, especially yeah, yeah. you know, Bloody come crazy. up with old school grandmoms and grand. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Um, I. Over time, I thought that there were people I could talk to, but I was too embarrassed to do it. Wow. Because you don't, you know, you live your life from the Mm -hmm. inside out, right? So I have all of this going on in here that you can't see. Mm -hmm. I think you can see it Mm -hmm. because it's blatantly obvious to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So everything that I've ever done is right here when I meet you. So if I talk too much, you'll know I'm a woman who aborted my child. Mm -hmm. If I talk too much about myself Mm -hmm. So there was always this wall up in my life I've always had a guard And it's come out as Angry, mean, all of that Mm -hmm. But it's this, I don't want you to know That I'm this evil person Who did this evil thing when I was younger Mm -hmm. Um, Over time I started to Break, that started to break down a little bit Again, getting to know Jesus And knowing that he loved me But for a Mm -hmm. long time I couldn't understand why he would
0: yeah. Why would you love somebody you. like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um.
1: And then, so the silence just becomes normal. Mm-hmm. And um, it was when my mother died Jesus, that I realized there has been too much death. I've not talked to anybody. I've got to get help. It was mm-hmm. at that point that mm-hmm. I said, I got to go to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I found a Christian counselor who helped wow. Who started to help me talk about. And forgiving people in my past. Forgiving myself first. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, and that was where all of it started to break. For did me. They, did you ever feel like. Um, talking to a counselor. Like being saved. You weren't supposed to. Didn't, like you ever feel that. In, like from the church. Like mm-hmm. you know being saved. You're not supposed to. Go to you know counselors. Or therapists. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to. You know pray pray right. pray. You ever feel that way. I did. I did, and then all that was happening in my head. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about that anymore. Right. It got yeah. to a point where it's just like, it you me. know what? I need. Yeah. help. I need. Help. Yeah, mm-hmm. the rock, the person who yeah. e- who knew me, uh, knew about me, what everybody else didn't really know. Kind of your foundation. <laughs> when my mother died. It was just like, after having lost my father, my brother, my two children, it, it was just like, okay, I mm-hmm. got to talk to somebody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to find a safe place where mm-hmm. I can start getting this off of me because yeah, I'm getting ready to yeah. go crazy. That's the yeah. key thing. The I'm sorry, combust. honey. I was just saying, it would combust. Mm-hmm. You would go. Yeah, you would. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: The, the safe place. That's that's the thing. Like Like, where do I go to really... Talk about this, and and I'm glad that you mentioned that you did go to a council, and we should. As you said, because a lot of times we don't know where to go because we're supposed to be, as you say, the choir director, we're supposed to be the the minister, (laughs) this, that, the other. And it's like, well, where do I go? Where do I go? I know Jesus is my savior and he redeemed me, and I don't supposed to feel like this, but the reality is, I got a thousand thoughts going through my I don't even want to go to bed at night because I already know as soon as I hit the pillow. It's like an avalanche, Mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, I'm glad you said that. You know that you uh, did go to a counselor, amen. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and there there was a lot of um, apprehension again Mm -hmm. um, before going to a counselor because what are what kind of? I'm not crazy. Well, what (laughs) kind of homework assignments are you going to have for me? Oh, okay. So I knew that the counselor was gonna it was going to require work. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know what I was going to start dredging up from the past. Um but I knew I needed to and I didn't know um, what kinds of things are you going to have me do I have to go and sit in front of the person and tell them I forgive you for you know all of this right. stuff yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it was no it wasn't it wasn't that um, but it definitely broke for me the silence and, the fr- and frankly I knew back in the mid 90s that I needed to write this book yeah. I knew that I needed to do it I just as I started to sit down and write Mm-hmm. I thought this is too big for me. This is too big of a project. And besides that, who wants to hear from me? Um, and God just the never a let, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he is. Liar. He is. And wow. the, uh, the Lord just never let it go. Amen. And um, and he just, I would sit down, I would start writing and then I, Territory. I mean, I started writing on floppy disks. Okay, so. Oh.
0: I did. Oh my <laughs> god! So, I mean, I'm ta- we're awesome. talking
1: mid '90s, so yes. I, I really I started and I was starting, and stop and starting, and stop. And last year, I just said, I said to Michael, um "I'm going to write this book. I'm going to do it." And started writing And actually writing it last year I fell apart after I wrote the first draft mm-hmm. Because I Told in this book stories That I've never told anybody yeah. And I've told People knew parts of it but they never knew All of it mm-hmm. and I put it out Because yeah. I you know and, and we've also created the silent women's club mm-hmm. um, For Women who have Gone through the loss of a child mm-hmm. I don't care how it happened. I yeah. really don't You, part of you died when that child died mm-hmm. and you don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I want you to talk about it and you don't have to talk to everybody or anybody. You can, you can read the stories of other women and, mm-hmm. and speak through their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people reach out to me and tell me I've never, this happened 30 years ago. I never told anybody mm-hmm. and Jesus. we talk about it. Mm-hmm. I may, we, I'll send messages, um, you can send messages. I have a Facebook group. Um, you don't even have to, you know, you can join. I'm the only person who will know who who's who you are. Amen. You don't have to like any of the stories or anything. You don't have to identify yourself. I just want you to be identified with us, knowing that you're not alone. Yes. Your sto- you're not crazy. You're not mm-hmm. a misfit. You're not all those things I thought I was. Yeah. You are a woman who has experienced something that women experience mm-hmm. and here's other women here are other stories so i share stories um, amen because there's there's comfort in reading the stories of other women
0: but you know even more than that you know for them to know that god still loves them yes. he still wants to use you exactly. you still can be a mom exactly. you know what i mean exactly. god will still bring things full circles for you you know yes. it's like everybody thinking oh it's over you'll never be this you 50 years old you ain't and you dried up you know, all this stuff oh i mean but that, that's out that's out but when you You're read right. the, the 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 story of Abraham and said that's that was You're one right. of the things that's you know true. Abraham With his little arrogant self you know my wife is dried up Lord I'm like what about you you dried up too <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's 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 the reality of things you know what I mean but can, I'm like real quick can you give um people someone else they, they can reach you uh, uh email or um. Or webpage?
1: Yes, yes. So um, there are a couple webpages. So there's the Silent Women's Club, and that is www.silent, S I L E N T, Women's W M E N S Club, C L U B dot com. Uh Um, You can reach me if you want to email me directly. You can email me at Kim at sunshineanddaniel dot com. Amen. Um, And uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, and it's the Silent Women's Club. We're on both Facebook, Twitter, um and Instagram.
0: Amen. This is uh the one and only author Kim Paris Upshaw for Sunshine and Daniel. Thank you for coming in. Kim, we hey. love
1: you. Hey. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy. proud of you. Hey, Thank proud you for of being you. vulnerable, letting us know.
0: Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for being Thank you for being courageous. For real. Oh, no no, Amen. Probably. Amen. God the yeah. Amen. So we see you guys next week. We'll be back. <laughs> God bless. Amen. Amen.
1: Eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard the kind of blessings, the kind of blessings that's about to fall on me.
0: Woo.
1: Victory is here
0: Kick defeat out the door
1: God's doing a new thing